Sunday Jazz Lounge. Welcome to the October edition of Sunday Jazz Lounge. First of two, actually, because there's uh, five Sundays in this month, so you get double bubble this month. Um, we're part of the Ship Full of Bombs independent radio station on www.sfob.co.uk, so please check out the webpage for all the up-and-coming shows that are coming up over the next week, and well, next month, actually, and um, some really good shows come through. Uh, my name's Doug Kay. And sitting opposite me today is Mr. Stephen Hastings. Hello, Doug. How are Hello, you? Hello, I'm very well. Welcome back. I haven't seen you for a long time. No, I've been no, I've been hiding. Yeah, <laughs> to be very you? honest. We did a show actually uh, quite a few years ago. Actually, we did one for me when we was in the old place uh, at the um, railway. Yes, remember? indeed. Yeah, yes. It, was, uh, it was a great show. If you don't it mind was, me saying. Uh, yes. And we were side by side, Doug, we rather were. than face to face. Yes, I know. I'm it's not sure what the benefits are, but uh, <laughs> it's nice to have you back. Either. It, it's a beautiful view. That's it, all I can thank say. Thank you. I'll turn around now. <laughs> and uh, um, right, where are? Oh yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Stephen's sitting in very kindly today for Mark, who uh, can't be with us today so uh, we wish Mark all the best as well and um, he should be back soon. Uh, we started off there with a guy called Calvin Bowes born in Trinity County Texas on October the 15th 1916 uh, but he moved to the west coast uh, of America um, Los Angeles uh, to, uh, to work when he started uh, recording 
heavily influenced by um, artists over there like Charles Brown and also Leo, Leo, Louis Jordan. And he only um, st well, he started recording in the late 40s. That track I played was called Saffronia B. Uh, was recorded in January 1950 and was a big hit for him. Um, but he only re recorded up until 1952 and he left uh, the music business to teach and do social work. Um, but he always um, suffered with bad health and uh, sadly died at the age of uh, 52 in 1970. But uh, that was a good track, I enjoyed that one. And uh, next up, um, Bud Powell. I'm going to play a track called uh, Buster Rides Again, which was uh, released in 1958 on Blue Note, and it's just been reissued on vinyl. And uh, this features Sam Jones on bass, Philly Joe Jones on drums, and uh, Bud on piano. <laughs>
right, we started off there um, with Calvin Bowes, didn't we? Oh, yeah, sorry, we started off with uh, Bud Powell there, Buster Rides again, and then uh, followed up there with a guy called Boots Masuli. Uh, he made just one album under his own name called Little Man. Uh, before that, he played with uh, Stan Kenton through the 40s and the 50s, and then spent most of his time teaching, although he did uh, make a comeback at the Newport Jazz Festival in 1967, uh, with a 60-piece orchestra that he put together and took the place by storm. Um, but again, sadly, already he was terminally ill and uh, died two months later in uh, September 1967, age 51. And the track I played there was called Rubber Boots, and it featured uh, Boots on alto sax, Ray Santisi on piano, Max Bennett on bass, and Shelley Mann on drums. And that was recorded in New York in 1954. And uh, next up, uh, Youssef Latif, uh, born on October the 9th, 1920. And I'm going to play a track called Cry Tender, which is the title track of his 1959 Prestige album. And um, he wrote the track after visiting his wife in hospital, and he wanted to convey all the pain and suffering that he'd seen in the ward. And uh, it really comes across, actually, in this track. It's a very uh, um, very emotive track. And uh, it features uh, Youssef on oboe and tenor sax, Lonnie Hillier on trumpet, Hugh Lawson on piano, and Herman Wright on bass, and Frank Gant on drums. So, yeah, this one's called Cry Tender. Thank you. 
started off there with uh, Youssef Latif with uh, Cry Tender, and that was Barney Castle, uh, born in Muskogee, Oklahoma, on October the 17th, 1923, and that track was called Begin the Blues, and it was from his 1955 contemporary LP, To Swing or Not to Swing, uh, without that is the question after it, but um, yeah, nice track that. And uh, next up, I'm going to play Anita Bell Cotton, who's better known as Anita O'Day, uh, born on October the 18th, 1919. One of my favourite female vocalists, actually. And um, she's going to sing a song called Senor, Senor Blues that was written by Horace Silver. And this is from her 1962 Verve LP, All the Sad Young Men, uh, with the uh, Gary McFarland Orchestra. And uh, it's a really nice LP, actually, this one, because he tests her vocal abilities to the full on this. And um, she matched him in every way. She, you know, he really gave her a task, but she, she, uh, she rose to the occasion. So, yeah, this one's Senor Blues. Senor Blues is what they call down Mexicali way Senorita's fallen for him With the hope that he will stay By the time that they love him Senor Blues done gone away Well he's tall and good looking And he always knows just what to say That they love him Send your blues Done gone away The one man I love won't be true Got the blues and it's all cause of you
always lived by this golden rule. Whatever happens, don't blow your cool. You gotta have nerves of steel. And never show folks how you honestly feel. I've lived my whole life this way. For example, take yesterday. I breezed home happy bringing her my pay. Her note read, so long sappy, I have run away. I threw myself down across our empty bed. And this is what I said. So loaded, I tore up my car. The judge threw the book at me, and when I read his sentence, there I sit. She's the only one I have to thank And I found her and pulled my gun and fired point blank The shot whistled right straight past that woman's head And killed my hound dog dead Memory 
warmth of your kisses Burned by the heat of your life You crushed my dreams and wishes, baby My memories are just goodbye A fine romance you did abuse My heart feels just like a burnout fuse Well, I'm scorched, burnt, hot, I'm mad There we go. That uh, We start off that sequence with uh, Nitro Day with uh, Senor Blues. And follow that up with Oscar Brown Jr., born on October the 10th, 1926 in Chicago. A track called But I Was Cool. And that comes from his 1960 album uh, called Sin, on, Sin and Soul. Oh, Doug, I've got to pick you up on that track. Tell, tell us more about that one. That was phenomenal. Yeah, you enjoyed that I one, didn't you? Much. Yeah. It was very, uh, as you pointed out, very much uh, like a bit of uh, Screaming Jay Hawkins in there. Yeah, but... A bit of uh, Louis Jordan, is you, is, is you Ain't My Baby. It, it had that kind of comedy touch in there Yeah, as well, it did, you know? yeah, nice. which I like, you know, and they can, you know, add a bit of comedy. And he's got a nice gruff sort of voice, soulful yeah, yeah. voice, hasn't he? Every time I hear your show, there's always a track or two that I nick and pretend that I've, I've discovered. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, I, think that's oh, I think we all do that though, don't we? Yeah. We do. That's definitely what I'm taking. Oh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad. Usually Mark Mark normally finds one, uh, he says, that's my uh, track, uh, and he goes straight onto Discogs uh, to see uh, if he can buy it on there, you he know? T- he tells us that he, he tells you every track to play on this show. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Are your ears burning there, Mark Lancaster? <laughs> and um, yeah, so we follow that up with uh, Veretta Dillard, uh, born in Harlem on uh, February the 3rd, 1933. And uh, she recorded uh, mostly R&B uh, tracks for Savoy uh, from 1951 to 1961. A really good voice again. And uh, she wrote that track called Scorched. And um, she left then uh, to join her husband's gospel group, the uh, Triods, they were called. <laughs> Sounds like a sort of a Chinese gangsters, really, doesn't it? But no, it was Triods. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she died um, October the 4th, 1993, age 60. So this week, coming up to... 29th uh, anniversary of that but uh, another one great voice I like her and next up uh, the, the drummer Art Blakey born in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania on October the 11th 1919 and also died in October October the 16th 1990 and the track I'm going to play is called Sweet and Sour uh, from his album Caravan uh, that was released as Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers in February 1963 and it was his um, first uh, album for Riverside Records uh, after he signed with them uh, in October 1962. So quite a lot of October uh, links in, in this particular thing. And a great lineup on this. Uh, Freddie Hubbard on trumpet, Curtis Fuller trombone, Wayne Shorter on tenor sax, who actually wrote the track, uh, Cedar Walton on piano, and Reggie Workman on bass. So yeah, this one's called Sweet and Sour. Thank you. 
taste the barren waste without the taste of water. Cool water.
soak up the sounds of the finest jazz around. Uh, just to remind you, you're listening to Sunday Jazz Lounge, the October edition, with me, Doug Kay. And uh, Stephen Hastings across there. How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing very well. Yes, yeah, so you're, you're coping with me frisbeeing vinyls over to you all yeah, the time. That's fine. And again, I just have to make it kind of clear. Any errors on the show are mine. The <laughs> no, it's no rubbish. No, it's equally shared. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no, but again, no, I really appreciate you stepping in and everything. No, absolute pleasure. Well. Always, always love what you play. Fantastic Thank you very stuff. much. Thank you. And uh, they, we started off there with Art Blakey, and then after that we had Nellie Lutcher, who was uh, born in Lake Charles, Louisiana, on October the 15th, 1912, a track called Cool Water. Uh, cool Water, yes, recorded in 1948. Uh, uh, song written in 1936 by Bob Nolan. We were just uh, toying with who else recorded this. I remember Sons of the Pioneers, and you came up with your uh, million-dollar question there, didn't well, you? Well, it was Slim Whitman, of uh, course. Yes, yes, the there mic. you go. Did, did he yodel or whistle, Slim Whitman? I can't remember. I don't know. I wasn't sure he actually sang, to be quite honest. But yeah, uh, <laughs> he, had, he used to wear a good jacket. Yeah, very, and a, a hat. Was he the one with a hat? He had a very, very nicely trimmed moustache right, as well. Yeah, it's very uh, Terry Thomas. Yes. Yeah, he's a very dapper man. I think maybe yeah. you should... Hasn't Sorry. been featured on your show too Funnily often, enough, he hasn't. No, I, I will look through my record collection, but it could take a while. <laughs> Lovely track, though. Thank Lovely you. Track. And we finished up there with Art Tatum uh, after Nelly Lutcher, born in Toledo, Ohio, on October 13th, 1909. And it was, again, we're just talking about that. He's widely regarded as the best jazz pianist ever, uh, a pioneer of reharmonization and melody. Um, he recorded commercially from 1932 until right up to close to his death in 1956 when he died at 47. And uh, the track I played there was Where and, Where and When. And um, yeah, again, we, we were just saying about, you know, how to me, I don't know. I mean, you know, I can't argue with people when they say that he was the best ever. I mean, who's to say what the best is? But we were talking about people who we prefer. And, um, you know, the name Thelonious Monk come up because uh, we just really like that style mm. of playing, don't we? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But um, anyway, there, there you go. He had Red Calendar on bass, uh, Bill Douglas on drums uh, and uh, Tatum was on piano there. Uh, ben Webster on tenor, as I said, yeah. And now we go into our rhythm and blues section. And I'm going to start that off with a guy called Doug Sarm, born in San Antonio, Texas. And uh, he, he's got his fame uh, for this uh, Douglas Quintet um, when they released their track, She's About a Mover, in 1965, which was a huge hit over here and in America. And um, uh, in America, they thought he was English because he, he wanted, they had the English invasion over there, so he gave themselves the title Sir Douglas, and uh, they all thought it was English. But his cover was blown by Trini Lopez, of all people, <laughs> when he appeared on Hullabaloo, a television program over there, and uh, Trini introduced him and then spoke to him after they played the track, and he said, uh, now, uh, you know, you say you're from England, but actually you're born in San Antonio. <laughs> and of course he was busted then, so they had to come out. Everyone needs a gimmick, Doug. Exactly, Everyone yeah. needs a gimmick. But it were every, everything English back then, wasn't it, you know? And um, straight after Doug, I'm going to play uh, Augie Myers, who uh, was also born in San Antonio, Texas, and was also uh, the co-founder of the Sir Douglas Quintet with him. And he was the one who played the Vox organ on there, that, which was the most distinctive sound of that She's About to Move a track. And... Um, but he's uh, Doug Sarm steep, steeped in the blues. He really loves the blues and especially the stuff that comes out of Texas. And I'm going to play a track from his 1984 solo album. Um, 
no, sorry, the uh, the August, uh, yeah, August in New York, that's the Augie Myers one, a track called Before I Grow Too Old, which is written by Dave Bartholomew and Fats Domino. But the uh, a Doug Psalm track I'm going to play is called Things I Used to Do, which was written by Guitar Slim. And that, again, from his uh, 1980 album, Hell of a Spell. Keep it simple, Jack. The guy that made that sound famous was a guy I'm dedicating this album to. The great, the great Sagittarian Louisiana Bayou guitar player named Guitar Slim. Or some people knew him as Eddie Jones. Like a lot of blues singers, he lived a very heavy life. A very heavy life of women and alcohol. But he left behind some songs. Values of Louisiana. They're the rhythm and blues are the classics that you just don't hear today in the modern disco. Break right here. I got you.
Cadillac sign said, no money down. So I eased on my brakes and I pulled in the drive. Gunned my motor twice, then I walked inside. Dealer came to me, said, trade in your fold and I'll put you in a car and eat up the road. Just tell me what you want and then sign that line. And I'll have it brought down to you in an hour's time. I'm gonna get me a car, and I'll be headed on down the road. Then I won't have to worry about that broken down ragged boy. Well, mister, I want a yellow convertible. Fold Deville. With a continental spare and a wide chrome wheel. I want power steering and power brakes. I want a powerful motor with a jet offtake. I want air condition. I want automatic heat. I want a full Murphy bed in my back seat. I want shortwave radio. I want TV and a phone. You know I gotta talk to my baby when I'm riding alone.
I want four carburetors and two straight exhausts. I'm burning aviation fuel, no matter what they cost. I want railroad air homes and a military spot. And I want a five-year guarantee on everything I got. I want $10 deductible. I want $20 notes. I want 30,000 liability. That's all she wrote. Did you ever see a hangman tie a slipknot? Did you ever see a hangman tie a slipknot? Yes, I've seen it many a time, and he whines and he whines. After 13 times, he's got a slipknot. Tell me, will that slipknot slip? No, it will not. Will that slipknot slip? No, it will not. It'll slip around your neck. But it won't slip back again That slipknot, Lord God, that slipknot Did you ever lose a brother on that slipknot? Did you ever lose a brother on that slipknot? Yes, my brother was a slave He tried to escape And they drug him to his grave with a slipknot Did you ever lose your father on that slipknot? Did you ever lose your father on that slipknot? Yes, they hung him from a pole, and they shot him full of holes. They left him there to rot in that slipknot. Tell me who makes the laws for that slipknot? Who makes the laws for that slipknot? Who says who is going to the calaboose or get the hangman's noose or the slipknot? I don't know who makes the law for that slipknot. I don't know who makes the law for that slipknot. But the bones of many a men are whistling in the wind because they tied their laws with a slipknot. I don't know who makes the laws of that slipknot. I don't know who makes the laws of that slipknot, but the bones of many a men are whistling in the wind because they made their laws with a slipknot and because they tied their laws with a slipknot. Turn 
the extended rhythm and blues uh, section there uh, we kicked off with Doug Sarm and Augie Myers um, there with their tracks and then uh, William Mabone followed after that born on October the 24th 1925 he was brought up in Memphis Tennessee but he moved to Chicago in 1942 and in 1949 he began recording for the Aristocrat Records and then Chess Records uh, that track uh, written by Willie Dixon uh, Seventh Son uh, was recorded in Chicago 1955 and uh, after that Charles Edward Anderson Berry but known as Chuck Berry born on October the 18th 1926 a track called No Money Down and um, recorded in 1955 December 1955 
and reaching number eight in the Billboard R&B charts in 1956. And he wanted all the extras on his car. They, they come a standard now, you know, he wouldn't really be able to make that record, would he? You know, I mean, what extra could you put on there now? I think Chuck would find something. He probably would, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He'd want a barbecue. Yeah, but he wouldn't want to pay for it, though, would he? Absolutely no. not. He's Chuck Berry. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, Woody Guthrie, who uh, uh, died in October, October the 3rd, uh, tomorrow in 1967, aged 55. And uh, that was called Slipknot and was recorded in 1944. And we finished up there with Mavis Staples, a track from her 2007 LP, We'll Never Turn Back, which has just come out on a vinyl for the very first time. And a great album, actually, produced by Ry Kuda. And all the tracks on there are based on the civil rights movement of the 50s and 60s. And that track, Turn Me Round, is a traditional song. And uh, next up, we're going to play uh, Go Back to the Jazz, and it's Larry Young, who was uh, born in uh, New Jersey on October the 7th, 1940. And a uh, track uh, I'm going to play is called Plaza de Toro uh, from his 1965 Blue Note album, Into Something. And uh, it features Grant Green, who wrote this track on guitar, Elvin Jones on drums, uh, Sam Rivers on tenor, and uh, Larry on organ. Thank you. 
Larry Young there with uh, Plaza de Toros and I'll uh, play that for Natalia Ferran and uh, her father Ramon who I call El Toro and uh, she was down there the other day uh, performing uh, locally so uh, I uh, unfortunately couldn't make that uh, evening gig but uh, I hear it went down storm as uh, she always does and um, yeah so next up I'm going to play uh, Charles Aznavour Aznavour uh, died on the 1st of October, uh, four years ago actually, no, almost to the day, 2018. Uh, he was at first thought to be Fra France's answer to Frank Sinatra actually. Um, he's recorded countless uh, albums. He started, uh, I think, 1953 was the first one, right up until 2015. So he, he was a guitarist as well, wasn't he? No, that was Sasha Sasha Bistel, Bistel, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, no, he just, just vocals, but uh, lots of uh, great uh, number of albums. Um, but this track is uh, recorded, uh, what's it called, the, t uh, the Time Is Now, recorded in 1962. And it was written by, it's a good songwriter as well, actually. It was written by him and uh, Bud McCreary. So, uh, yeah, uh, have, take a listen to this one. It's called The Time Is Now. It's a lovely song. There is a time when there is time for everything. The lazy days, the crazy days of youth and spring But the sands of time keep flowing And the hands of time keep going And all the years, the tender years we look upon as evergreen or never green, once they are gone, there's a time. 
to find your true love And the time is now Dance, dance while you may While there's a game Piper to play Dance, dance to his tune It's late, so never wait to take a chance. Be unafraid, for youth was made to have romance. There's a time to find your true love, and the time is now. In January, February, March. In April You feel the days are linger on and on and on and on Then long about July the days begin to fly And in the twinkle of an eye you find that spring Spring has gone There is a time when there is time for everything A crazy maze of lazy days, eternal spring. There's a time to find your true love, and the time is now. The time is now. The time is now.
Started off there with uh, Charles Aznavour and uh, the track The Time Is Now, and then that was uh, Rihanna Giddens from her 2015 LP. Never let it be said that I don't play new music on here. And uh, <laughs> the track's called uh, Tomorrow Is My Turn, and that was uh, co written by Charles Aznavour along with uh, Yves Stefani and Marcel Stelman. Uh, Marcel Stelman was a, a Belgian born British record producer and lyricist. And uh, he also brought, uh, he's responsible for bringing the show Countdown over here. Oh, really? Yes, it was his, you can blame him for it. So Are you a Vaudman man at heart, Doug? Uh, now and again, you know, I have my <laughs> moments. <laughs> 30 <laughs> seconds, that's about it, yeah. And um, yes, so he introduced that from France. And he worked as a producer and uh, international manager at Decca Records uh, from the mid-50s up until 1989. He was actually a friend of my father's and um, he lived close by to us in London. Uh, and in 1965, uh, when I moved up to London, I w was looking for a job and I wanted to do something in music. And knowing that uh, he was a friend of my dad's, I said, 
can't you ask him to give me yeah. a job you know <laughs> so he spoke to him and uh he probably said look just humor the boy you know <laughs> and he, so he sent me up there to decca records and he was a lovely guy Re i mean he had a really posh office he was a, yeah. you know one of the top knobs there and uh he did the full interview with me i mean i was talking gibberish i didn't know what i was talking about and he must have known that and uh, i don't think i had even qualified for t-boy up there to be quite honest but you know, to give him credit, he, you know, sat with me for an hour, showed me around the place and said, yeah. we'll be in touch. And of course, I walked out then <laughs> thinking I'm going to get a letter the next day, but I'm still waiting. But it could, he, it could just be stuck in the post somewhere. Well, yeah, maybe, but uh, they are on strike at the moment, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. But uh, he sent over to me, you know, when they said, actually, they did come back and say, I'm sorry, you know, you're not suitable for the, what we mm. need someone with. Um, uh, qualifications <laughs> and maybe a bit of intelligence as well to go with it so uh, but he sent me over a box of records you oh, know well, that's cool. in the interview he was very keen to know what sort of music I liked you know he was and picking your brain he there. was yes and then he anyway so he sent out they're all like decorum and he had like John Mayle in there and the oh, well. first Moody Blues album uh, champion Jack Dupree okay. stuff like that. so I thought you know it was so nice of him so you know obviously thanked him when I saw him next time and, and said thank you very much but uh, anyway that was the closest I got to working for Decca Records. That's a wonderful story what, yeah. what was the office like? Take us oh, back Yeah there, no I, I can't remember, I know I had to get the train out there because I was new to London there and, it, yeah. and I had to get on the underground so I wasn't very familiar but I don't can't remember where it was but it was a big, it was very impressive you know Decca Records and a big office you know oak tape desk yeah, and all yeah. that sort of thing and uh, and you know he was sitting behind the desk and of course I walked in I mean I was only 15 at the time so right. you know last time I walked into something like that was like the headmaster study so you <laughs> go in with trepidation in the first place but I was determined but it was nice to see the studios and everything around yeah. there and he made me feel like I would you know was better <laughs> than I he actually sounds was. Like an absolute gentleman. He was. He was such a lovely guy. My dad loved him as well. You know, really got on well with him. And uh, his wife as well. Both were really nice people. Cool. Yeah. So that's my little bit about uh, another failure of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I see that as a triumph. You've got a box of good records. Well, yeah, that's there, true. Yeah. Every cloud, as they say. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, uh, we were talking about earlier, actually, Thelonious Monk, uh, born in Rocky Mount, North Carolina, on October the tenth, nineteen seventeen. And uh, I'm going to play a track of his uh, from a, an album called Thelonious Monk Alone in San Francisco that was recorded in October, actually, October 1959, 63 years ago. And uh, this is his signature tune, a tune, Blue Monk.
started off there with Thelonious Monk and uh, Blue Monk. And um, that was Paul Desmond uh, from his LP Bossa Antigua, uh, along with Jim Hall. And the track was called The Girl from East 9th Street. And um, last weekend I went to s uh, the Jazz Centre down here and saw a very good uh, young uh, alto sax player called Alison Neal. And uh, she did the whole set was uh, dedicated to, uh, to Paul Desmond. So oh. And um, played that track on there really, really nicely. And uh, so I thought I would um, stick it in the show this week because it was such a nice track. And uh, I'll play that for Colin Crosby, who was there with me. And uh, I know that's one of his uh, favourite albums. So that one's for Colin. And um, next up, I'm going to play Peggy Lee, a track called Sea Fever. And um, this is from an LP called Seashells that she recorded in 1955, but it was never released till 1958. And um, she recorded this when she returned to Capitol and wanted to do something completely different from her normal stuff. Um, so this uh, has, is just with a harp and harpsichord accompaniment, and it's to songs and poems uh, and instrumentals. And um, my friend Peter Eden gave me this album uh, a while back, and he said, listen to this and see what you think. So I listened to it, but I was doing stuff at the time, so it was on in the background, and I thought, nah, it's not for me, it's not my sort of Peggy Lee. So... But he said, well, look, you know, have another listen, give it a proper listen this time. So I was uh, on my own at home and I lay down on the sofa, put the album out, turned the lights down. And it really blew me away then. It was just so different. So, uh, well, I hope you like it. Anyway, as I say, it's completely different from what you expect from Peggy Lee. But see what you think. It's called um, Sea Fever. <laughs> When the wind is blowing out of the singing south Then would I be going sea spray upon my mouth When the tide is drifting over the silver sand my heart sails are lifting, set for another land. When the stars are staring down from a cloudless sky, then would I be faring out where the gray gulls cry? Out where the gray gulls cry. say sea fever very 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 different uh, you quite liked it didn't I you? did I, I, I like that kind of recitative that yeah. was in there it was, and yeah. I thought the 
the harp and the harpsichord. It, it, it was quite... Not eerie, not quite, yeah, but somewhere but in that kind of brittle world. It, yeah. was, it was lovely, really but lovely. When you listen to the whole album, you know, as I say, and you, you sort of want to relax and, and put that on, it really does take you away from wherever you are. You know, mm. it's just a really nice concept. Good call. Like your style, Doug. Like thank your you. Style. Thank you very much. And uh, on that note, we've got tracks, uh, one more track left, and uh, then it's time to say goodbye. So uh, thank you all for listening, whether it be live or a podcast or whatever. And um, We'll, we'll be back in uh, four weeks' time, when, I'd say at the end of October, so for another show. And, of course, a big thank you to Stephen. My pleasure. No, yeah. really, I really appreciate you stepping in no uh, at the last all. minute and coming in and doing this for me. So um, thank you very much and hope to uh, get you back some other time look as well. Look forward to it, Doug. <laughs> look forward to it. And uh, I'm going to play out with Ramsey Lewis, uh, who uh, sadly passed away a few weeks ago, aged 87. And uh, we seem to have lost a few this month. Uh, Ferris Sanders also uh, died in September the 24th, age 81. Sue Mingus, uh, who also died on September the 24th um, this year, age 92. Uh, she was the wife of Charles Mingus uh, and uh, uh, was also a writer and uh, record producer as well. Uh, she was married to him uh, in 1975, the last of his four wives, I think, up until he died in 1979. And, uh, yeah, so sad, but uh, we'll play out with uh, Ramsey Lewis, and I think something that... Um, Stephen will be saying to himself when he, after the show, this one's called A Hard Day's Night. <laughs>